And I have a getting a little bit of a head cold, which is really fun. But you know, I just got over one. I just had, I feel like everyone I know just got a cold. It's weird. There's a Japanese saying, um, only idiots get colds in the summer, <laughs> which I think is uh, how I live my life. Hi, it's me, an idiot. Hi, it's me, an idiot. Welcome to No Script at All. <laughs> it's a podcast about Tara's House, a wonderful Japanese reality TV show you can hear. Uh, just kidding. Well, you can hear it on Netflix, but you can also look you at the TV. You can watch it on Netflix, yeah. You don't have to you don't have to watch it, but <laughs> should we actually Let's start. Should we actually do it? Actually, I I might use that as the intro. <laughs> yeah, we're all just kind of wrecked. Let's do it. Yeah. Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprotti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a beautiful piece of modern art. Beautiful. Just incredible. Just Netflix Netflix art in the Netflix MoMA. Yeah, find it at the MoMA. The NOMA. The, the, no, the, the Netflix of modern art. Yes. That doesn't that sound like a pitch for like a weird app? The Netflix of modern art? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's, yeah, it sounds like someone's elevator pitch. Yeah, oh, yeah. this is Uber for tree removal. Oh, this is yeah. this is Netflix for modern art. Yeah, and it's like that I can I don't understand it, but I know that it'll be a hit. Yeah. This is <laughs> opening new doors episode 15. It's called The Mustache Tells the Story of Love, which is guess it a, does. It's a bad title, I think, cuz there's no love here. <laughs> nope. But there is a story of it. There, yeah, there is. Yeah, you're right. There's a story about love, about the lack of it. It's it's a good it's a good episode. It's a good episode. I was worried that after last week's like birthday extravaganza, we were just gonna have like a real clunker of an app, like a dumb one. Yeah. Yeah, but this one was really good. What was a bummer though was that Sana was only in it for like a minute. I miss her. Most of the time, she's either out at shoots or getting her yoga teaching license, which is yeah, she's hustling, sick. which I appreciate. Yeah, killing it. Uh, let's get into the show because it's <laughs> real good and starts off on a really weird note because Shion is shoveling some snow uh, off the steps. I did not know what he what he was fucking doing, but sure. I thought I was just like, oh wow, that's a nice thing to do. I guess yeah. like just make sure nobody trips and falls. Yeah, it's going a down hazard. The stairs or whatever. Thank you, Shion. <laughs> Thank you, Shion. Very, very, uh, very nice of you. And uh, Shohei shows up and is like, hey, what are you doing? And Shion is like, I'm making an igloo and I want Aww. it to be gigantic. G- good. It's amazing. He's he's just building an igloo for no reason. The, uh, spoiler: the igloo is incredible. Yeah, he spends eight hours total of the entire day oh working on the igloo. He works on it for three hours in the morning, and yeah. then takes a break, and then works on it for five hours straight. So he works on the igloo for eight hours throughout the entire day, and by the end of it, he does have another piece of modern art. It is an incredible accomplishment. It's so good. I don't know why he. Did, nobody asks him why no. he, he's making it. i mean he just is do you have it. do you have to have a reason it's there's snow outside and he wanted to build an igloo yeah i guess not i i thought it was going to be kind of like a hey subasa do you want to come hang out I my know, igloo thing me too i was bummed I that was it wasn't waiting that. me too i was like oh this is gonna be awesome yeah but i've been i've been reading too much shoujo manga i guess mm. or, or shion hasn't read enough i don't know missed opportunity Ah, uh, yeah true Maybe this is what Shion does when Subasa is like really busy at work. He's like, oh, yeah, I just got to fill the time. Yeah. I'm gonna make an igloo for eight hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I think this is a person who is keenly aware of how he comes across on television and yep. knows that making an igloo makes for some yep. good TV. 
Anyway, it's great. Shohei shows up to talk to him about it. Worth noting that Shohei's wearing a beret and some Vans old schools. Yep. It's a really nice Ami cosplay. Yeah, it's really good. It's an Ami cosplay. Yeah, Rooster Teeth Expo. I came dressed as Ami for some reason. Why not? Oh my God, incredible. How'd you know that that's going to be my cosplay for this weekend? Yeah. I was wondering as soon as soon as Shohei arrived and I saw him in the beret in the old schools, I was like, is he trying to like dress up for Ami specifically? And then they start get, uh, they start talking about some stuff like, oh, what's going on today? Shohei talks about how his date with Ami is today. So he definitely dressed that way on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. And Shion's like, oh, would you, what are you planning on doing? And he's like, well, I was going to take her stargazing, but apparently it's snowy and gray out. So we're not gonna be able to see the stars. So I think we're just going to go out and get some food, which is weird. Because the end of the last episode was Subasa like, hey, you should not take her stargazing. And, and Shohei's plan for today was to still take her stargazing if I know. the weather was clear. So I mean, I think maybe maybe he was like, he didn't want to be like, oh, I had a bad plan, mm. so I'm going to fix it. He yeah. just kind of subtly was like, this is the reason why I'm not going to do this shitty thing that I was going to do. Yeah. Not because I realized it was shitty, but because, well, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not pretty. An easier way to pull that lie off is to not... Mention the stargaze. <laughs> mention the stargazing on camera in the first place, friendo. Yeah, but... <laughs> Whoops. Oopsie. Oceans 10. That's what that was. Yep. The, the failed oceans. Wait, did they get caught in that one? No, just the first one is 11. I just imagined that in 10 they <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, I just created a whole world in my head. My dumbass was like, oh, what happened in Oceans 10? <laughs> they have Oceans 8. Like, I don't... They don't know how to count. <laughs> No, I'm. I hope. Uh, let's not get into ocean. Let's deep not get oceans into lore. The, let's not get into the oceans lore. Yeah, please. Don't <laughs> um, get me started. Anyway, uh, Shohei says he's gonna go pick up some candles for the igloo, and then we cut to the Shohei and Ami date. Da da da. And uh, Shohei sure is still wearing the beret in Vans old school, mm-hmm. so he really is committing to that bit. Uh, and they sit down for what is maybe the funniest date I've ever seen on this show Jesus in my Christ. whole life. Jesus Christ. I don't think this date is going to get enough credit in the future. Like, I think that there's some dates or some, like, interactions between cast members that are kind of put on pedestal. You have the meat incident, obviously, higher than everything else. You need uh, just you, incredible. You have the Costco incident, you know, things like that. Yeah. Are kind of tossed around all the time. Yeah. I put this on kind of a similar pedestal. I think this is one of the funniest dates that has ever happened because one of the first things Shohei says as soon as they sit down is, you don't talk very much. And Ami goes, yeah. Yeah. And he goes exactly you just say yeah a lot and she goes yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and immediately yeah immediately i was like this is gonna be the fucking best because i think it was you in the last episode in the last podcast episode you were like i'm so excited for that train wreck oh yeah i was just like clenching the sides of the seat just like ready for it um and and what a great opening i was literally strapped in because i was watching this on the plane i was like i'm ready please the lady came by with peanuts and i was like yes give me the give me the pretzels give me extra ones i need them for this yeah you pulled out all your uh all your shit from gringotts you were like i'll take the lot please i need something this is gonna this is gonna be worth it so much chef's yeah. kiss so anyway he's like it made me curious about what kind of person you really are and ami's like yeah getting to know me doesn't mean that i'm gonna say anything more than i usually do thank you yes thank you <laughs> um and then shohei immediately like diverts course and gets super weird at least i thought it was super weird and he's like so how was your uh, night snowboarding trip with taka and he was like did your heart race weird and ami was like no and then uh he immediately tries to ask another question he diverts course again and he goes so what's the max age that you said you're into did you say 27 27 is the oldest you'll uh you'll date he's 28 by the way yeah he is yeah um 
And uh, she goes, yeah, I've only been with guys my age. And as she says that, she's like looking around the restaurant. She's like super bored, super not in it. It's like oh clearly not working out. Well, the food wasn't even there at this point, right? No, no. The food came oh, out God. after this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Christ. So like that's just the beginning <laughs> of this date. It's so good. Um, and then the food comes out. And then Shohei's like, so what do you look for in a guy? And she answers instead by saying, like, I look for this, 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 this. She tells a story. She tells a little anecdote about how when she was a freshman <laughs> in high school, she saw a guy and she knew she liked him immediately. And Shohei was like, wow, just like that? You just knew right off the bat? And she was like, yep, I wanted him. And he's like, <laughs> what? And she's like, I, I saw him and I wanted him. And he goes, you wanted that person. <laughs> Which I, which literally felt like a thing that you and I would say. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, oh, I needed. I needed to possess. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. You wanted you wanted to own that human is what yeah. you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Deadpan ass like Ami. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and, oh. and Ami's like, so do the guys get along? The guys in the house? And Shohei's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Except Taka is kind of jealous. <sighs> and Ami's like, well, uh, if Taka was jealous, he shouldn't have told you to take me out on this date. Good point. On one hand. Yeah. Agreed. And kind on the other hand. Point. Sounds like her saying, I wish I wasn't on this date right now. At least to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it that way, but yeah, yeah it's totally it. <laughs> like, oh, I wish he told you not to go out then. Yep. <laughs> um, and then he's like, well, we should go stargazing when the weather gets better, which bad move still. That, ooh. I'd like to talk about this date because, it's oh, my so God. Because that's it, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it just ends. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happens. How do we get home? I don't know. I love, just, um, there's a recap later that happens when they're all talking about it, and Shohei says that he wrote down 20 questions to mentally prepare for the date, and then he oh. asked all of them on the drive up because she wasn't oh saying anything. Oh my god. <laughs> I love, I love Ami's hustle to just, yes. like, I'm not gonna put on any appearances. Yes. I'm gonna be my, myself 100% on this fucking show. Exactly. Which I guess in a way can be seen as like rude, but this was just comedy gold. Yeah. Can we talk about the Ami situation? Yeah. A bit. Or maybe maybe we should like get more into the Taka stuff that happens in this episode and then talk about Ami because like there's a lot to be said about Ami and what kind of person she is and a lot to be said about the people around her putting yeah. her on a pedestal, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think I think a lot of eyes were open this episode. Yeah. To some stuff that happened, but in this exact instance of her going on this date, I don't I don't really see what she did as rude. No. Because I was I wasn't there. Yeah. So this is just like a third person, like a very funny situation. Like when I fell from the I broke my foot, mm-hmm. but everyone else, that was just a very funny thing that happened at their friend's wedding. That's some some random chick just broke her fucking foot, you know? Right. Six million views on YouTube by the Six shirt. million views. Yeah, please. Yeah, I, I love this date. I think it's absolutely hilarious. I think uh, Ami Ami is exactly herself on this date. I know. Which I think is the most important thing because Shohei's like, I want to know what kind of person you really are. What's behind wanna, all those? What's yes. behind all this darkness? You seem like a dark person. And she's like, <laughs> nah, this is just very boring. This yeah. is just like deeply boring. Yeah, this is just the worst date and you are the pits. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to go home. Um, yeah, but also like this is this is Ami's vibe. This is how she acts always. This is how she always is. What yeah. we're seeing here is not different from anything that we've ever seen from her. And there is no like now now we're getting into it anyway but yeah like there's no there's no like deeper level to ami no so there's no not. like mysterious thing to unravel you know i think people people like especially shohei just kind of like showed up and was like ah yeah i guess there wasn't really any secret to this huh okay yeah, yeah. oh wow ami's this mystery box i must know what's going on in there no, talk is just... the same way 
And Yudai was the same way. Every, like, almost Ugh. every dude who comes into this house, with the exception of Xi'an, is like, this girl is a mystery and I must, I must unravel the mystery. I must fucking find out what's in the box and like that's nothing nothing's in the box yeah like she's just an aggressively normal person she you know? is and the moment that um the moment that trendle brought up that like her family thinks that like ami's just like a normal girl yes i feel like my eyes were open then yeah because i was like oh yeah she's just like not putting she's just not putting on an appearance for this show she's just like like that all the time and i know people like that too but just have a really dry sense of humor yeah and they they don't really want to do small talk or anything because they think it's boring and i appreciate that a lot yeah everything she says is hilarious it's so <laughs> like funny. Every, everything she says is just whatever the first thing that pops into her head is and she says it regardless of how she <laughs> she doesn't really think about it before she says it i is is the feeling that i get um and yeah. she doesn't really think about how it's going to affect other people but I don't think any of it is ever really intended with any malice, you know, no, like she's never so out either. to hurt people or be rude in the way that I think a lot of people kind of interpret it. Yeah. And I don't think so either. Just one example that, that popped in my head. Do you remember when they went out to get curry and uh, and she made fun of the beans? Yeah, she did. And like that was a sticking point for everyone on the panel and everyone in the house for like a week. And it's like, dude, she just like made a goof about some beans. Like, it's really like, don't take that as a personal like, affront. That's a hilarious thing to say. No, the thing the thing that happened was like I, I thought that the beans was very funny. Not mostly, not because she said it, but because everyone was so <laughs> yeah, everyone was so taken aback by the fact that she was like, the beans aren't bad. Like they're just beans, and they looks delicious. Yeah. Or like when like she's on a date with this guy, and she said yes to the date. Mm-hmm. But she also did call this guy a plumber when he first walked into the house. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Which really that know. was maybe rude. <laughs> yeah. That, but that maybe was not. exactly. That's not rude. No. Whatever. It's not really know. rude. It's just like, ah, uh, it was a joke. Oh, I guess he didn't see it as a joke. It's funny and she's funny. And I, I don't know if she has a Twitter, but I'd follow it. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's move on because I can keep talking about Ami and how she is underappreciated. Yeah, I think we're going to have to anyway, because she is kind of the central point of this episode. Yeah. yeah. So, Ami and Shohei return from their date, and they find that Xi'an is still hard at work on his igloo. He's Incredible. finishing it up, though. Uh, he's been working on it for eight hours, as we said. And more importantly, he made it the most, like, unbelievable way. He made it by packing snow and then pouring water on it to let it My freeze. God. And then packing more snow on top of that and then pouring more water on that and then letting that freeze and then continuing to make it like an igloo lasagna until it I was think, done. <laughs> I think this man watched like one video of like primitive technology on YouTube. Oh, he went down the, that hole. Yeah. which Everybody like, goes I down do. that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, no, at, at least once a month I go down that hole where I'm like, this man just built an entire, an entire stove Hell in like yeah. an afternoon out of like mud and sticks. This is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And then he was like, I could do that too. Watch me. <laughs> so, Xi'an so. is building an igloo. <laughs> uh, Shohei and Ami sit inside the igloo and they light some candles, which is nice. They're also drinking tea, hot chocolate, something. They're drinking mm-hmm. something. Something warm. Yeah. And Shohei turns to Ami and goes, so did you have fun today? And Ami just goes, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful moment. And then Taka suddenly returns. He was out apparently filming some stuff. Uh, some snowboarding stuff. He's like, and, what the fuck? Yeah, and he shows up and looks out the window and just like, holy shit, there's a whole ass igloo out there. Walks out and is like, hi, I would like to sit in this igloo. And Ami goes, I think this is only made for three people. 
I don't think you'll fit in here. And then Taka's like, no, I demand to fit in here. I will fit. I will fit in the igloo, says Taka, <laughs> 31-year-old man. And, uh, and Shohei and Shion try and like back themselves as far into the corner as possible. And Taka goes in, fits in, and sits next to Ami. And they're all in the igloo, all four of them. Yep. Congratulations, Taka. You, you sure did it. do it. You did it. You got in the igloo. So after that, we cut to the next morning and uh, we see that on the chalkboard, the saint is getting her yoga teacher's license. So good for her. Yeah, she's hustling. Shion is in the kitchen, probably making coffee or doing what he normally yep. does. And, and Subasa walks in and they make like, these spontaneous plants to hang out. So cute. Which, which is very cute and good. And I just want to shout out to someone in the subreddit. On the episode discussion about this episode specifically, the top comment is from someone named Yatter King, who says, quote, every time a door opens and it's Tsubasa, I imagine a live studio audience erupting in applause like a sitcom. <laughs> yes, me too. Which literally every time it cuts to a morning scene and I see Xi'an making, making coffee? coffee, I'm like, Tsubasa's coming in that door. It's going to be Kramer. Tsubasa's uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the, the wholesome Kramer. Yeah, that, hey, someone out there, I know there are people that do, like, really incredible video edits with Tara's house and turning yeah. it into sitcoms. Consider this. Consider the following. Also, do a Bill Nye spinoff, just while <gasps> we're talking about considering the following. Holy shit. I don't know how that's going to make sense, but just make, make it work. Oh, also do a Project Runway the Project one. Project Runway one, yeah. <laughs> just do it. How far down this rabbit hole can we go? Alice uh, in Wonderland. Um, we're doing Alice in Wonderland, but really, truly, truly, please do a Frasier one. <laughs> Subasa and Shion make some spontaneous plans to hang out that day. Because Shion's not doing anything, and Tsubasa's not doing anything until later, apparently. So they make plans to go to a cafe and get breakfast, which is really nice. Because in the last episode, we kind of saw them both have like this renewed sense of... I think passion might be the right word for one another? I guess so, yes. They were both kind of like teetering on the edge, and Tsubasa had this like... This like moment the, of truth where she like actually did yeah, a she, thing. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the one to step up this time and did the whole birthday thing. Uh, and you saw Xi'an responded very positively to it. And it seems like everything is kind of going well. So the fact that they kind of immediately make plans to hang out, it's like, yeah. It's so good. The two of us are... are everything's coming up, Millhouse. Everything's coming... Simpsons. You yes. Simpsons edit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's I, I'm happy good. with it. So they go and get changed for the date. Uh, there's this really good moment when Subas is like, I think I'm going to go get changed. And Xi'an's like, I'm going to get changed too. And they like Me whisper too. to each other. It's so yeah. cute. It's really wholesome. Yeah, it is really wholesome. And and they go outside to get ready to go, and Xion comes outside, obviously wearing the scarf mm -hmm. that, uh, that he got for his birthday. Very nice. And they go to a place called the Coffee House Shaker, which I decided to look up on the internet because I just had to know. Because there's a shot of the two of them drinking coffee and eating, and, and Subas is eating a breakfast burger, which looks fucking good. I yeah. want it. Fuck yeah. But it it's like this one table in the corner, and it looks like it, they're just in a house. Like, it just looks like they're in somebody's house. So I was like, I have to look this place up and see what's going on here. There's like three tables in the whole place. It really is just like, it looks it like looks someone's like, house. Yeah, it looks like a little like bed and breakfast, but like only the breakfast part. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a very cool looking place. And my favorite thing about it, I think, of anything else, or of anything, is that the owners of the place just keep posting pictures of themselves fishing out in... The, like Karuzawa Woods on their Facebook page, like their official business Facebook page, is literally just like we went fishing today. Isn't that great? And it's Aww, so nice. It's so God. nice. They just really like living out in the woods. Anyway, so they're eating their food and uh, they trade some food. And this was the moment when I was like, "It's smooch season. We're getting it's there." Smooch, yeah, it's a, it's a. It, I can smell the smooch in the air. You can smell it coming, right? Yeah, it's giving me smooch allergies. 
It's the it's the smoochening. The smoochening. The smooch is coming. Yeah, we're 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 downwind of the smooch. We're d- yeah, I can smell the smooch in the air. It's giving me allergies. I have to have like smooch Claritin or something. But <laughs> need to be clarid and clear of these smooches, please. Yeah, please. But it's an indirect smooch. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I, it feel it feel, We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh yeah. Also, just during this conversation, Sean talks about getting the Sony gig, which he talked about in the last episode. He which we watched. Commercial yeah. Some headphones. Yeah, we've watched. We've watched it. If you're in our Facebook group, you can find it there. Uh, and then he pivots to planning another date. So they're going to plan another date soon. It, and it seems Aww. like he's really like, we got to get another date going. He's like really going for it. And this was the point for me when I was like, oh, he's planning something. Like, this is mm. not just, oh, let's go out. Yeah, this is his, this is his, this, this is his is heist. His, yeah, this, this is not like, oh, let's just go out again. This is like, no, let's go out. Yeah. Go out, you know, good shit. Very good shit. We cut to, from there, Shohei and Taka, and they're hanging out in the living room. Taka's showing him some uh, videos of him snowboarding, the stuff that they're shooting for, I guess, like a DVD or whatever. He's clothed. He's clothed this time. Fully clothed. It is worth noting that Taka's regrowing his mustache, so I think you win our bet. I forget, um, what is it? Oh, loser gloats. Wasn't that the rule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, everyone, I lost. Yeah. And it's just the worst i i am sitting here <laughs> having the worst time having lost the bet Taka's regrowing his mustache andrea wins andrea is the best thank you thank you very much I is appreciate that it is that what a loser gloating sounds like no i think a loser gloating would be like i lost and it's fucking dope man it's so good <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point but you know what i'll take it it's hard for it's hard to come by compliments nowadays so i'll have to take whatever <laughs> i can get it's 2018. It's 2018. I gotta take, take whatever I can get. Yeah. Um, yeah, this Batman, Batman's jeans are, like, strong in the mustache department. Because it's been, like, a week. Agreed. No, he's, he's bringing it back immediately. What is yeah. it, three days after he shaved his mustache? It's already, like, yeah, almost know. back. It's kind of like me. I have a single mustache hair that grows every single, every single week, and I gotta pluck it. Oh, see ya. See ya, hair. In a week. Bye. And then in a week, it's back, and I'm like, you fucker, no one invited you. <laughs> Nobody invited you here uh subasa rolls up on this and uh she's like hey i want to watch these videos too so she's watching it and uh shohei says uh after watching all these videos he's like oh this is like an expression of style isn't it this is like an art form sure uh shohei's shohei's one of those guys you know yeah he's, he's got that vibe oh i, c- I could have told the moment he came out with the beret i was like ah oh, you're gross yeah. you and i went to art school we met a lot of we did like yeah apparently we also just find out kind of offhandedly that shohei has a show coming up for his band three it's the three. first it's the other one yeah, it's the first solo gig that they've ever had, so very exciting. We'll we'll see that, I'm sure, uh, on the show. And meanwhile, Taka asks how the date went between him and Ami, oh. and Shohei says, it was difficult yep. to talk to her at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Taka's like, yeah, when we went snowboarding, we barely talked either. And then this is when Shohei mentions that he wrote down the 20 questions, uh, used them all on the drive there. And Taka and Shohei, kind of in this moment, even though I guess their rivals agree that Ami sure is a mysterious person, oh. which which I think you and I agree, she's not really. No, it's kind of a gross thing. Before, like, so I, I'm sitting here, I'm taking these notes, I write down Taka and Shohei agree that she's a mysterious person, and then I'm about to, like, write some extra shit about, like, uh, she's not really whatever, whatever. But then Tsubasa jumps in immediately, which I wasn't expecting. And she's like, yeah, I think Shion's a pretty mysterious guy, too. And I was like, whoa, what? Whoa. Yeah, and, and she says uh, that she thinks there's, like, a barrier between them. 
And mm. Taka's like, coming from Xi'an or coming from you? Like, who's putting up the barrier? And she's like, yeah, I think, I think Xi'an is throwing up this barrier. Uh, and she's like, I have an easier time talking to the two of you than I do talking to Xi'an. And she says that she's never seen any sign of weakness in him. And she finds that concerning and kind oh, of like shit. freaky, which like it's true. I feel you too. He's too perfect. We mentioned this in one episode. I forget what it was, but like when this happened, but we kind of talked about how at that point it was like, oh, we're six episodes in and we don't know anything about this guy. Like we are now 14 episodes, sorry, 15 episodes into this season of the show, 15 weeks of this dude living here. And I still think we know just as much about him as we did when he started. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't seem to, I mean, maybe we know Maybe we just know more about the other people because they show a lot more on camera. Right. Like, I mean, we we've met we've met Taka's brother. We've yeah. met Shohei's like band. Mm-hmm. We've met we fucking met like Tsubasa's family. And it just yeah, like now that I think about it, we haven't Xian went to Guam once, I guess. After the show. After the show. There's not even we haven't even had a scene where Xian talks about what it was like growing up or anything. Like no, that was yeah. that was weird ten episodes when we ten episodes ago when we first brought it up, and it's especially weird now. Especially considering he's like half, maybe he would have like a like a, a, a different like experience yeah. growing up. And that would be like something fun to to share. I, yeah. I just I find it weird that we don't know anything about him, and I find it even weirder that Subasa doesn't she doesn't know anything about him. Yeah. I wanna trust him. Yeah, me too. I want to trust him because he he seemed genuine last episode, but there's something about him. I think he seems genuine in this episode, too, honestly. Mm -hmm. He seems like one of the only people in the house that kind of has his shit together, if I'm being totally honest. Like, all we know about this guy, but he spent eight hours making an igloo. What does he do with his time? Well, I maybe, guess when you when you land a maybe, Sony gig, you can kind of celebrate by building an igloo, huh? That's true. Maybe he truly is a mysterious person because I don't know anybody who would spend eight hours doing an igloo out of a whim. Yeah, right. Like, you Just like waking I mean? up one morning, like I think I'm gonna build an igloo today. I should I should build an igloo today. Like you I know don't what know I should spend my like entire fucking day doing? Building an igloo. An igloo. Yeah. For three people. Yeah, so I can Not sit four. here amongst a love triangle and watch them all be awkward with one another. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. And not sit in it with the person that I like who lives in the uh, house with me. He is mysterious, truly. He is a mysterious person. He's a mysterious person. I agree with you, Subasa. Yeah, honestly, you're right. Ami <laughs> isn't, but Xion's a fucking enigma. Uh, so then we cut to the panel. They're just hyped about the igloo, obviously. How could you not oh, be? Yeah, of course. Me too. I think it's the first time we've seen house building, like an actual like <laughs> building. <laughs> masonry. <a> building. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's the first time we've seen masonry in Terra's house. So I'm pumped yeah. too. Oh, wait, is it though? No, it's not. Hansan. <laughs> no, it's not because he has to literally build a house. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, Actually, and Armand and, and, too, and, right? And, and, Ta- and Taka and uh, oh, oh no, what's his name? Taka, I'm sorry, Eric. Hikaru. Oh, he Hikar- that he was a construction worker. Remember? Everyone builds fucking houses on Terrace House, Whoops. which is the real Terrace House. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe it's just tradition. Maybe that's why Xion decided to build the igloo. He was like, I, I don't have any wood, but I got a bunch of snow and water. I do have an unbelievable amount of snow. The other interesting thing about this panel, I think, is that. Trindle kind of starts this off, I think, when they're talking mm-hmm. about the, the like impromptu date between Xion and Tsubasa. She goes, uh, quote, he could wear the scarf or ask her out, but doing both is too smooth. And then it kind of kicks off this conversation where all six people on the panel kind of start to come to terms with the thing that we've been talking about for 15 straight fucking weeks. Yep. <laughs> we're like, maybe this dude is kind of sketch. Like maybe mm. there is a like an evil side to this person and he's kind of like a womanizer or he's bad in some way. Um, which again, I, 
I was literally just talking to someone, one of my friends, hi Ian, if you're out there, like right before we recorded this. I don't actually like really personally truly think that Chian is a bad or evil person, but like it is weird that we don't know that much about him and he has been so wishy-washy about what he shows on camera. I just I just think like I like the dude, which is weird. Like I when when I watch this show Every time Xi'an comes on, I'm like, this guy's awesome. I'm glad yeah. that he's on. I'm glad he's on the TV show. Yeah, but I don't really know. Maybe I'm like, maybe I like the image of him in my head. Yeah. More than like the actual person that he is, because they haven't really been giving us a lot. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Like there's all there's always like a little like whispering voice in the back of my head. That's like, uh, this is not we're mm. not seeing the whole picture, you know? Yeah. And I think that's worth like always keeping in mind because. Although everything we see on the show kind of displays this picture of someone that even Subasa is like, this guy is too perfect and it's weird. Like, there is stuff that we're not seeing and there's stuff that he's not saying because everyone is aware that they're on TV. And I actually think that really kind of goes doubly true for Ami, who like does not want to be going out on dates with Taka or Shohei, but is saying yes to them because she's on TV and she feels pressured to, you mm. know? Mm. Yeah. I, at least I, I that's kind of the, the takeaway that I have. Like every time Ami's on a date, it's like, I don't want to be here. Same thing with Yudai. Like every every time she goes out on a date with someone, it's like she doesn't want to say yes to it, it seems like. But, but she knows I, that she's on TV and she kind of has to. Yeah. God, that's so shitty now that I think about it. And people have said no to dates on Terrace House. That's not to say that like yeah, everyone you, you always says yes. Costco. Yeah, you go to Costco with everyone instead of with just with one person. It's fine. Right. But All I think... But I think the way that Ami is playing this, because everyone's going to react to the situation differently, because being on TV is stressful, and living in a house with five random people that you just met is stressful, and I think the way that she's reacting to being asked out is, why not just say yes every time, Um, even though, like, you can see in her actions outside of those dates, and sometimes in those dates that she doesn't want to be there, or does not want to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we see a lot more in this episode, personally. Yeah, which super stinks. We've never done this before, but I think we should take a break. You want to take a break? Let's take a break. Okay. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Shohei and Ami are at the kitchen table. And God, Ami... This, God, this part. Yeah. Ami is wearing the beret that Shohei got for her for mm-hmm. her birthday. And Shohei is like, hey, have you eaten yet today? Because I'm hungry. And Ami says... Yes. 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 I've yes. Eaten. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have super yeah. eaten. Yes. I'm, my my stomach is full. I can't eat anything else. Yeah. I can't so, eat. I've never eaten in my life. I don't imme- know her. Immediately, I'm like, okay, she's trying to do everything she possibly can to not go on a date right now, or like to not <laughs> have to like hang out one on one with this dude. <laughs> That's what I went into this conversation or into this scene, like thinking was like, okay, she doesn't want to hang out with Shohei. Um, but then anyway, they have this conversation. Shohei's like, oh, yeah, you're wearing the beret. You didn't wear it last time talking about the lunch date. Like, yeah, my dude, because you were the one wearing the beret and yeah, the old cause... schools. It was weird. You were wearing her outfit. <laughs> like, of course, she wasn't going to wear the beret at the same time as you. You're not going to be beret twins you hanging know what out I think? on a okay, date. So here's the thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't actually know if it's like such a big thing in Japan as it is about Korea, but like you've heard about like couples matching, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. Maybe he was like his weird, twisted, dark, twisted fantasy was thinking about like, oh, she's gonna wear the beret and the old schools, and they're gonna look like a couple outside. Oh. And like subconsciously, that's what I thought because I was. I also was just like, why are you wearing yeah. a beret? 
But maybe we're thinking we're like thinking way too deep into this the same way that Shohei is thinking way too deep into just Ami's whole shit. Don't you think that a person who would describe getting to know someone and discovering their mysteries, quote unquote, as shining a light on their darkness, don't you think that someone who thinks in those terms when asking someone out would also be the kind of person who would say, I'm going to wear the shoes that she owns and the hat that she has as a way of making it look like a couple? Oh, yes, absolutely. No, 100%. Yeah. That's what that's what fucking happened in his head. But I yeah. I don't want I don't want to. I don't want to diagnose him the way he's diagnosing Ami as like this manic pixie dream girl, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When she's just like a normal boring girl. Not really yeah. boring. Just very bored. Uh, oh, yeah. So he's talking about the beret, whatever. She's just like, oh, it didn't go with my outfit. Okay. Um, so he then tries to pivot the conversation by asking Ami about what he heard from Subasa the night before, saying like, oh, did you know about this whole thing with Subasa where uh, she thinks that like... Shion's a mysterious dude, and there's a barrier between them and all this stuff. And Ami is, like, suddenly way more lively. It was kind of weird. Like, I was even surprised by it. Uh, She, like, suddenly, like, really opens up and says a whole lot, which I was surprised by. Um, But she's talking about how, like, oh, yeah, Tsubasa needs to know more about what Shion's intentions are before she can, like, really consider him to be a real match. I assume that these are all things that Tsubasa and Ami have talked about in the girls' room, probably off camera. Or maybe on camera a little bit. But anyway, to kind of like cap it all off, Ami's just like, look, if Xian is actually into Tsubasa, like he needs to show it. And he can't just keep asking her out to eat food. Like that is That's a that's a good point. Yeah. Like you, you just have to say it. Although that is also kind of what like what Taka did to Ami. Yeah. So she's probably coming from, from she's probably coming at this from a point of like, it was done to me. It's fucking stupid. You gotta tell me what how you actually feel. Or else I'm yeah. just going to go eat burgers with you. It's interesting because I think the last episode, the, the last episode focused a lot, at least in the edit and in the production, on the similarities and differences between the Ami and Taka situation and the Xion and Tsubasa situation, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the whole like birthday that decided their fate thing. Yeah. It was Xion and Ami's birthday at the same yeah. time. So it's like, how are both of these potential couples going to react to the situation? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. This episode, I think, actually does a better job of showing those similarities and differences and showing like the weird dichotomy between the two of them because to me what i found most interesting is like by the end of this episode in both possible relationship scenarios found myself completely done with it like i just i am like i just want something to happen i'm done sitting here just like waiting for something to happen like this is this is past the point of like I am a person watching a TV show and I demand to be entertained. And this is this this is like this has moved past that and has become like, no, these are human beings who after 15 weeks are like still just saying, let's go out to eat sometime and not saying anything about how they like the other person in front of anyone else. Like, yeah, that's actually super true. Just step up. And that's like it's clear that's why they brought Sana in now. Like it's more clear than it was at the time. Oh, yeah. That was like the stated reason for bringing Sana in was to have the Sana effect happen. But like. Oh my god, I super get what Sana was saying now when she was like, you guys are all, like, phonies, you know? Yeah. Like, you just gotta gotta say it. You just have to say it out loud. Just do the thing. And I'm so glad Sana's here, but I I really wish it was more in this episode because that's 100% what's missing. Yeah, we needed her more in this episode than ever before. Yeah. But yeah, weird, weird moment, I think. Uh, But anyway, that that scene ends with uh, Ami just suddenly, like, 
Shohei's like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go sleep. And Ami's like, oh, before you go. And then she pulls out a pack of American spirits that she got for him. <laughs> what the fuck? Amazing that they have American spirits in Japan. Oh. First of all, did not know that. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's um, you know what actually is like really, you know what actually is really popular in Japan too? Lucky strikes. What? Yeah, lucky strikes are like everywhere. It was just really weird because it was just like I thought she. Wait, is that what they were? They might maybe. Have been. I think they were actually. They were lucky strikes. They they weren't American spirits. Yeah, you're right. Still kind of wild though. Like I thought she hated this man. Yeah, I don't know. This whole conversation is like. I don't want to go out to eat with you. I don't want to go out to eat with you. I don't want to go out to eat with you. Also, I got you a present. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like what happens. This is kind of how dating sims work. Like, <laughs> you have to get them the right present and then we'll go out to eat with you. Yeah, it's just Stardew Valley IRL. It is basically. <laughs> yeah. That's very goofy. Uh, so then we cut to the TV room and Shion and Tsubasa and Ami are there and uh, they're, they're fucking gaming. You know, they're, they're playing video yes. games. Um, I was trying to figure out what video games they had. One of the boxes is open, so you can't see what it is. The other one I did not recognize, and the other one is the Crash Bandicoot Collection. It is collection. the Crash Bandicoot Collection, which is a very good remake. <laughs> I'm really glad that they have the Crash Bandicoot Collection. <laughs> and it's like on the floor, which means that someone in the house was playing Crash Bandicoot recently. Oh, that, yeah. just, that brings me so much joy. <laughs> I like I like, I like, like um, judging people's media consumption on Terrace House, because oh, Yudai, yeah. Yudai was 100% watching Food Wars. Yeah, and that is that is 100% the show that he would be watching. What a fucking weird food pervert. <laughs> anyway. Sniff the onion. Oh, yeah. Wait, this scene is not fun because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. This is not a fun scene. Uh, we immediately oh, no, find this out. Stinks. This stinks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We immediately find out from Shion that Taka got hurt snowboarding. Uh, he apparently... Same hat. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah. Same hat. For those of you who don't know, Andrea, um, did not do so great on her Puerto Rico trip. <laughs> I'm on crutches. I've dislocated my foot. It's real bad. Yeah. Anyway, me too. I also am icing everything. Yeah. So Taka, Taka fell, uh, hurt his hip. He bruised it. That sucks. And is icing it. Yeah. That's the worst. I bruised yeah. my tailbone once. Oh, God. Oh, me too. I know that feeling. When I was in my Puerto Rico trip, there was also another incident that happened where I went to my childhood park that I used to love to go when I was a child. I uh -huh. did get onto those like real rocking horses, but it was a parrot because Puerto Rico is like that. I yeah. got on and then I went back and then I went forward and then it just kept going forward and I fucking fell off and there's a huge bruise on my groin area. Oh no. <laughs> Where that parrot hat, that parrot head just like hit directly above my belly button. Woof. Yeah. So, you know, age is, age sucks. Age sucks. Don't age grow sucks. up. Age sucks. Don't grow up. Shave your mustache. Shave your mustache. Um, ice your tailbone. Ice your tailbone. Yeah, so Taka bruises hip. He's icing it. And Shion's like, hey, you guys should go visit him and make him feel better. He'll be happy to see you. And Good. then Tsubasa, knowing exactly what the fuck is going on, does not get up, but instead looks at Ami because she knows that Shion really meant, hey, Ami, you should go visit Taka. Yeah. Kill two birds, one stone. Me and, me and, um, me and Tsubasa can, like, one one overcooked without, without Ami here. And Ami can go, um, hopefully, cheer up Taka. Not what happens, but yeah. Yeah. Ami gets up and is like, okay, sounds good. And then goes down the hall to visit Taka. And she walks in. And the first thing she says is, I was told to visit you. So here I am. <laughs> oh, no. That's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. I think she meant it as a joke, but it's, it's, it's kind of mean. I also think that she meant it as a joke. I I'm flip-flopping on her a lot this episode. Like, I love, I love what she, what, what, I love her entire shit. 
But this was kind of like a mean thing that happened. I was like, oh man, his hip hurts. His next, his next, like, phrase, his next phrase is, I fell on my butt today. I, oh man. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this scene. Yes. I agree with one, one point against Ami that mm-hmm. the panel makes that is basically in this situation, the correct thing to do at any point in the conversation is to say, are you okay? Is there anything I can get you? Or like, yeah, br- bring something preemptively. Yes. You know, like, is there something Some I can do tea. for you? Yeah. They mentioned about bringing tea. That's perfect. If somebody brought tea to, oh my my, God, yeah. to my foot being fucked, I would, that person is my hero. Yeah. I agree with that point. Here's what I'll say. I find that this episode is basically just like packed to the brim with Taka misinterpreting or imbuing things that Ami says with too much meaning over and over and over and over and over again. And to me, this moment when she says, I was told to visit, so here I am, I thought was like a goofy kind of cute moment. To me, I think that that's what she intended it as. I mm-hmm. think she meant. I think she went in and sat down and said that as like a goof. Yeah, you know, it's just like I'm introducing myself into the situation where this person is in pain, and like I'm trying to lighten the mood immediately. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it. Maybe that's not what she meant. Maybe it was supposed to be rude or whatever, or maybe she just wasn't thinking. But like that's how I interpreted it. Um, and then Taka responding with "I fell on my butt today" is like equally kind of goofy. And I thought that he was like putting himself in that place emotionally as well and like they were then on the same level that was how i interpreted that scene yeah that's what i thought so too and then apparently no yeah because he gets real upset about it later i don't know he he was talking about like the injury and stuff and he was like yeah it was difficult to walk at first and ami goes yeah but you're an old man and (laughs) which i also thought was goofy but again like i don't i don't think that ami knows she is not privy to the conversations that we have heard from taka about how obsessive he was about the the five years younger comment yeah like she doesn't know how much he took that to heart um and doesn't know that like saying you're an old man is probably gonna sting more than it's gonna lighten the mood yeah realistically uh so we also find out like he's out of commission for a week he's not gonna be able to snowboard for another week so he has to like put his uh his video shoot on hold and stuff which Um, really sucks yeah it's it's kind of lame it's a bummer Anyway, she gets up and she goes to leave, which I think this is where the problem is. This, this to me, is the problem moment when she's like, would it hurt if I hit you? And he's like, don't hit me. And then she just leaves. <laughs> but, like, she doesn't offer to get him anything. She doesn't, like, help him out or do anything. No, she and, like, Can, I, can I punch you? Please don't punch me. Walk away. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so bizarre. I think if her intention here is to try and put up a wall between her and Taka because she doesn't want to go out with him again, like, this is not the right way to do it. If th- if that's what that meant. Yeah. But alternatively, is she just a young person who maybe didn't realize what the right thing to do in that situation was? Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I was always told to bring stuff to other people and they're sick, Absolutely. But, Same. you know, maybe it's just different different upbringings. Yeah, but I was also like normally you don't hit them. Yeah, yeah, you do not hit the the injured person. Do not hit the injured person. Would not recommend. Oh yeah, and then we cut to (laughs) Sena. Finally, for it's it's our brief our brief respite from everything in the house, and we see Sena, and she's uh, getting some hair and makeup done for a photo shoot, Mm -hmm. and she's basically talking about like, oh, I just don't want to get fucked over again by someone that I'm going to be in a relationship with, and her makeup artist 
gives her some advice. And the advice is find someone that doesn't like you that much. Or alternatively, find someone that you don't like as much. Or find someone <laughs> who likes you too much. Or <laughs> like this advice is just... What? That's such is, bad advice. It's so all over the map. It's there's bizarre. Three, there's three pieces of advice there. They're all fucking bad. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's a strange thing. I I don't think that that makes any sense. <laughs> no, it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> it's a lot, but it is worth noting that Sena is happy with the advice. So she, is, I, 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 uh, sure, whatever she got out of it. That's the her. important part, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so then that's all we see of Sena, which is a bummer because <laughs> yeah. after that we cut to Shion and Taka, and they're hanging in the boys' room. And Taka starts this conversation by saying, "You didn't have to send her here." And Shion is like. Okay, and then apparently he was uh, kind of bummed that she wasn't worried about his health at all, and that she only went because Shion said so. I don't think that's really the case. I don't think that she only went because Shion said so. I think Shion said, hey, Taka's injured, you should go visit, and yeah. Ami said, yeah, I'm going to go, but it wasn't like, I'm only going because Shion told me to. No, you know? it wasn't, yeah. And then he was also upset because Ami told him not to go in the igloo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like so childish, this poor man. Yeah, and Shion was like, that is not what she meant at all. And no. I don't know, the, the igloo could only fit three people. That's, that's what Ami said, it's that's true. what everyone said, and yeah. it really could kind of only fit three people. They looked like uh. they were not having a great time with four of them. He had FOMO and it's really sad. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's really weird. Taka... Taka's going down a path in this episode, Taka's and I don't think it's a path. very good one. I think the pa- I think the path is gonna show itself to be clear once the mustache is fully grown back in. So I feel like he's kind of like Samson, where like he cut off his hair, cut off his mustache, doesn't know what the fuck to do. What's that LCD sound system song? Emotional haircut. Emotional haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is Taka's emotional mustache regrowing moment. Yeah, the song is twenty-seven minutes long, mm-hmm. and there's only like three words to the chorus. Yeah. Uh huh. Perfect. I think I think that what's happening with Taka is 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 he is like this is his last ditch effort to tell himself that he's interested in Ami. Mm-hmm. This is this is his like his last stand. Mm-hmm. Like I I like this person and she's doing all of these things that I do not approve of. And he is now like almost maybe subconsciously taking things that aren't really meant to be spiteful or hurtful in any way and contorting them in his brain to be spiteful and hurtful. Almost yeah. as if his subconscious maybe is like trying to say, do not date this person. You yes. are not interested in them anymore. That is some real deep armchair armchair psychology. I am fully aware that I just <laughs> decided to invent what happened in Taka's brain. But it is what it feels like. Like he is suddenly like weirdly lashing out at things that there's no reason to lash out against, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. It's 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 a really it's a really bizarre like train of thought that he's going under. And I hope I hope he gets better. Yeah, I think he will. Hey, Taka, there's someone out there for you. There and I is. don't think it's Ami. And I think uh, you're on the right path if it means that you're not going to be chasing after her anymore. TBH. Yeah. Also, I think, I mean, none of my business, but keep the mustache off. You look real handsome. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's his body, his choice, you know? Yeah. Oh, we are about to get there. Let's, uh, let, oh let's get there. Oh my god, yes. There's lots to say there. The next thing that happens is we see Shion and Taka and Ami, and they are at Subasa's game. This is the game before the finals. Mm. So this is like semi-nationals or something like that. Um, I was really excited about this game and excited to watch Subasa fuck up another team, and that is not what happens. No, it is a bummer. Unfortunately. 
they lose. Uh, it it is close the whole game though. It's it's two two going into the second half, which yeah. is kind of exciting. Um, and at some point during this, Xion gets up and he goes to watch from the ground floor instead of from the bleachers, which is like simultaneously okay. He's letting Taka and Ami have some time alone, but also there was a point earlier in the season when Xion would go watch Subasa's game. Uh, games and practices and stuff and like you could see that he was getting into it yeah this is like Xian's in like boyfriend mode Xian is yeah. in like i i need to be as close to this game as possible <laughs> kind Xian's of mode, like, you know I, need, I, mean? I need to have all the information in my eyes right now yeah exactly um it, it does feel like he has like crossed that line yeah i think so too but anyway taka and ami are now left together up in the bleachers and taka this is I love this scene. I love this scene so much. I I would like to scream from the rooftops about how much I love this moment. God, this I think scene. it's unbelievable. <laughs> Taka turns to Ami and says, "Hey, do you remember when you said that you wish that I was five years younger? That didn't really mean anything, did it?" And she goes, "It was just a thought that I had that day." And Taka's like, "Oh, okay. So it was just a hypothetical." And Ami goes, "Yep." And you shaved your mustache anyway. <laughs> oh my god. And Taka's like, well, it made me happy when you said that, though. And Ami was like, why would what I said make you happy? And Taka, literally given the moment, this is the moment when you say, because I'm into you because or I'm whatever, into you. Yeah. Yeah, does not answer oh. and instead changes the conversation to figure out what she thought about when he shaved his mustache. And oh, wasn't it so funny when I did that? Yada, yada, yada. Instead of just saying the thing, just, just, just get it over with. Look. You and I, you and I know, as human beings who exist, <laughs> as you know, just just you human people born to the planet Earth. Yes, that saying that you like someone is is hard. It's difficult. It is. No, it is. But but it's been fifteen weeks. It's been fifteen weeks. <laughs> it's been fifteen weeks. It's been fifteen weeks. It's you should be you should be doing it. And this is look. I know that it's not the opportune moment to do it when you're sitting at someone else's hockey game. When you're watching another another couple fall in love deeply before your very eyes, yeah. but like maybe maybe do it, <laughs> maybe do it when you get given an opportunity when to do you, it. You literally have it's given to you on a silver platter. Just I, it seems like this entire episode is Taka and Ami kind of veering off, forking in two different directions. Oh, one hundred percent, yeah. I do wonder if Taka had said something in this situation, like would it have brought them closer together? Like there, I think there is a world. Where they would have ended up at least dating for a bit. Yes, I do think there is a world in which that this relationship would have not only happened, but maybe even worked out. Like, for a bit, at least. Like, not, yeah. I don't mean, like, long term. Forever and ever. Married, yeah. Whatever, yeah. But, like, I think there's a world in which that these two could have gotten together. And as much as we talked in previous episodes about, like, the panel kind of shat all over him for, like, being shy or whatever, I think that if he had taken some initiative a little bit. Yeah. And said like, "Hey, hey, I because I like you." Yeah, I I asked you out to go night snowboard riding because I like you because and I'm I interested like you. in you, and I would like to go out on a date with you, like a real one. That would have worked wonders. I think it would have worked <laughs> wonders. I think it actually would have made a thing happen, but unfortunately not. And maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll go back and he'll watch this after it airs, and he'll realize. But anyway, moving on. Maybe, um, God, you missed a chance. You just didn't fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, the, the panel, I think, so we cut to the panel. The panel, they're kind of also done with Taka and Ami's, like, will they, won't they? Like, they have, as a group of six people, decided, like, this is not exciting or interesting <laughs> anymore. It. I'm done. Just, just, just stop this plot line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in its tracks. 
we cut back and Sana's at another shoot. Apparently she's out at another photo shoot. Good for her. Yeah, she's Badass. she's yeah, she's like doing it. Yeah. Uh Subasa walks in the door and the audience applauds. <laughs> I'm gonna think <laughs> about that forever now. Yeah. Uh and apparently everyone in the house made her a hot pot. Oh, it's a cheer up hot pot. It's a cheer up hot pot. It's so nice. It's really sweet. It's the exact opposite of the coward race. It's it is, yeah. It's the you did your best hot pot. Yeah, it's it's the bravery hot pot. It's the it's the ratatouille and ratatouille. <laughs> that's yes. just that's the metaphor. It's just the ratatouille and ratatouille. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Subasa says, "Quote: Maybe it's good that we lost. If we'd won, it would have gone to our heads." Uh, which is a kind of nice way to take a defeat. That's a good I think. fucking yeah. No, that's a that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. And she also mentions that she wants to start running a little bit more to build up her endurance before the finals. I wonder, like, I wonder after them including that line if we're going to see her doing that in the next couple episodes, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, af- anyway, after that, Ami, kind of out of the blue, <laughs> I love this, just, I, I literally, I uh, rewound, rewound, that is a thing that you do VHS tapes. I, I went back. Yeah. I did. I went back because I needed to see if there was anything that led up to Ami saying this, but there wasn't. She just said it. Um, She said, quote, I was asked a lot of questions today Uh, and and is kind of talking about how Taka asked her about the five years younger comment and if it meant anything. And Shion looks and at the two of them and was like, so what was your response? And Taka says, quote, it was just a thought that she had that day. And it cuts back to Ami and Ami is laughing and then flips her hair. <laughs> oh, it's so iconic. Yeah, it's the hardest I've laughed watching oh this show God. ever in my whole life. I, I thought it was just an incredible moment. Legendary. It was, so good. It was legendary. Oh it's God. so it was funny. Legendary. It's so funny. I'm getting hyped about it again. Just thinking about it. It's so funny. I watched it so many times. I watched it again and again and again. I kept going back and watching it's it. The, it's, it's the so equivalent good. of walking in late to your class, like with Starbucks in your hand. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it is that. Uh, oh, my God. I'm getting so excited about it. It's it's hilarious. It's a hilarious moment. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it besides it's hilarious. It's so good. So Subasa looks at Taka and is like, hey, you're growing your mustache back. Oh, are my God. You, are you going to like grow it out for real? And Taka is like, yep, I'm going to grow it out. I am not going to shave again. And Ami's like, hey, you actually look better without your mustache. Yeah. You should shave it. And Taka's like, well, I'm not going to. I'm going to grow the mustache out. And Ami's like, why would you grow it out if you look better without it? And Taka's like, I just like having a mustache and I'm going to grow it out. And Good that point. was, to me, the official moment when Taka was like, I'm won't done with they. you. Yeah. There is no more will they, won't they. There is only won't they. There is won't they, and she, it won't. They, they won't. They sure won't. <sighs> they will not. That was I the think, moment. I think also, like, Ami also 100% knew that that was the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a sad ending. <laughs> what a sad, pathetic ending to this. It's over. It's over between them. I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's better for the two of them. So the next scene after that, uh, actually, it's technically the same scene, just Subasa and Ami, I guess, leave. Uh, and Xian just kind of offhandedly says, like, hey, I think Ami brought all that stuff up about the idea of you talking to her at the hockey game just to create distance between the two of you. Uh, and Taka's like, yeah, but I was lame. And Xian is like, it wasn't lame. I think it was important that you gave it a shot. Yeah, 100%. I, he's referring to, I believe, 
the conversation at the hockey game. But I think like if you can read into it a little bit deeper, it really just means like it was important to give it as in the relationship, the relationship. between the two of them yeah. in the first place a shot. Yeah. Like see if we can make this work at all. Because I think I think Xi'an maybe in that moment interpreted the whole mustache conversation the same way we just did. Is mm-hmm. like this is it. This is the, yeah, the, it. him closing the book. R.I.P. Mustache. So Taka just kind of I don't know doubles down on that, and uh, it, it seems like he and Xi'an over a beer just kind of like decide and confirm like this is over between the two of them. When that's all said and done, he's like, "Hey, Xi'an, what's going on with you?" Uh, he calls him professor, which is great. Xi'an <laughs> has really this really funny. great outfit, yeah, yeah, for the hockey game and after, where he has like suspenders on, he's wearing a sweater, and he has like these yeah, round glasses. he's he's looking the part. Ian, this is the second time I'm going to mention you in this podcast, but Ian uh, says that he looks like Mandark a lot in, <laughs> on the show. Killer, absolutely. That's a look. Yeah, I feel it's, that. It's a very Mandark look. It's like it's like good Mandark. Yeah, it's like the an- anti dark. The anti anti Mandark. Yeah, Manlight. What? Uh. Anyway, uh, so he's like, hey, what's, uh, what's up with you and, and Tsubasa? And Xi'an says, I think, quote, on our next date, I'm going to make a move. Ah! Ah! And that's the ah! end of the episode. And then the, ending, the episode ended and I was on the plane and I was like, no! Yeah. No! Because I hadn't downloaded the next episode. No! I mean, the flight you were on was the flight to Smooch City. It was the flight to Smooch City. It's happening. Yeah, I'm still on the flight. Do you think next episode or do you think, because I think, what, what is this, 15? I think the next episode is the last episode before part three, which dropped today and I'm so aggressively wanting to watch it. Yeah. So do you think next episode is Smooth Squad? You know what? Knowing Netflix, I don't think so. You think it's going to be? I think because it's the last episode of part two. Yeah. We're going to not show anything and wait and like leave it on a cliffhanger where for, yeah. like, he asks her out and we were like, yeah, let's go. It's going to be part three, episode boom, one boom. is Smooth Squad. Oh God, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm having a smooch drought. Yeah, we are in like smooch drought season, aren't mm-hmm. we? It's so bad. Yeah, it's not great. Let's do winners and losers because I want to talk about some stuff. Yeah. I feel like there's stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, let, let's start with uh, easy ones. Subasa always wins. Winner forever. Winner, winner, yeah. chicken dinner forever, never cheese. The light at yeah. the end of the tunnel. That is uh, everything about the show. I just want to thank everyone that didn't unsubscribe from our podcast last week <laughs> when I left that thing in <laughs> about if you don't like Subasa, then you should unsubscribe to our podcast. <laughs> I was you. so I was so iffy about leaving that in the episode. <laughs> Me too, but come on, we we all know. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that that nobody got angry about that. I I love you all. Um, thank anyway, you. <laughs> as much as I love Subasa, which is saying a lot. It's because we love her. Yes. Um, <laughs> in this house, we love Subasa. Yeah, true. Who's next? Um, let's do Shohei. I think, like, as a concept, Shohei loses. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah. a concept. Not this episode. I think this episode, he, like, wins only because, like, he doesn't do anything very shitty. Can I change your mind? Yes, please. I the think... The couple thing. <laughs> he loses. Oh, oh, yeah, true. I didn't... I wasn't even thinking no, about that. No, what were you gonna say? But true, that's a great point. I think, like, if that's true, that is grounds to lose here's the thing he on his date with ami i think he runs out of things to say very quickly clearly he even says that um but what he chooses to talk to her about is taka and taka's jealousy yeah which is a gross thing and the date with taka as it's weird because he's like hey so how was your date with taka how did you feel on your date with taka yada 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 taka 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 and then Ami's like, so do you guys get along? And he's like, I think Taka's jealous. Like, 
my dude, you are super projecting because you are clearly very jealous because yeah. all you've been talking about on this date with this person is Taka. I, yeah, that yeah. just rubbed me the wrong way. No, yeah, it, it, it really does rub me the wrong way. And you know what? Shohei loses. I think I was looking at it from a very, from a very like shallow point of just like, oh, he thought that this girl was mysterious, but like truly she's just like a normal girl and he's trying to project his own like <sighs> wanting to be Tom, Tom from 500 Days of Summer, which we referenced a lot this, this whole show. Yeah. But he's not. It's, he's just a normal ass. I completely agree. That yeah, not he even, loses. I think that popped into my head either. But that is that's a great point. It's just gross. Yeah. Between all three of those things, I think grounds to lose, personally. Mm-hmm. Who else is on the show? Oh, Sana's easy. Who else is on the show? Sana wins. She's hustling yeah. out there. Yeah. Sana's killing it. Yeah. She's doing so well that she's not able to be on television this week. Exactly. <laughs> she's doing things that are better than TV. But she has a YouTube channel. Do you know about this? No. She has is a she YouTube a channel that she is vlogging while she's in Terrace House. I've watched only one. Yeah, I watched like her introduction. It's just her talking. She's like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm a silver accessory designer and I'm a yoga person. And she does like Holy yoga. Shit. It's insane. She's killing it. God oh bless. God. God, that's that is like incentive to learn Japanese. Finally. I know. It's so good. <laughs> it's I to be able to watch. People probably have have English subtitles on those. If not, Ugh. I'll probably make some. But so good. I love it. I love it. Um, Who else? I think Xion is easy this week. Yeah, Xion wins. I think he wins, right? Yeah. He builds a fucking igloo. Yeah, <laughs> yes. In a lot of senses, he is he's a he's a winner. Yeah. If Xion had put a stick into a kid's bike spokes as he rode by the Terra's house, and the kid ate shit and broke his nose, I think Xion would still be neutral this episode because he built the igloo. That's he how much did. goodwill I have towards him because he built the igloo. It was very wholesome and it was very sweet and I liked it a lot and I enjoyed watching it. But I also think that moment when he gets up and goes down to the ice level to watch the, the hockey game, to, uh, like the, that wordless moment that they don't even really talk about, I think is like, yeah, it's one of my favorite moments. God, please don't, please don't disappoint me. Yeah. Overall, please don't disappoint me. Does that just leave Taka and Ami? It does just leave Taka and Ami. Let's do Ami first. A lot of Ami. Mm. This episode. I, I am kind of tossed up. I think she wins in my book, but I, I know that if... I think in either case, we're going to have to justify ourselves. Yeah, because I think, I think she wins too, mm -hmm. but mostly only because I think what a lot of what she was saying were, were jokes. Yeah. Is how I'm seeing it yeah and they probably weren't very nice so she's really just like on the cusp she doesn't lose just because she didn't like outwardly like she asked before she was gonna hit him <laughs> like as a joke i think <laughs> right and she would have just like straight up like knocked the shit out of taka but she's clearly a loser yeah uh i think yeah i think she wins i don't think she does anything in this episode that is warranting of a lose yeah to be totally honest. And like one of my favorite moments of the episode, I think, is the um, is the conversation that they have at the hockey game mm -hmm. where Taka suddenly realizes that this this thing that she said weeks ago, keep that in mind, like when she said, I wish you were five years younger, that was weeks ago. At this that point. was a very long time ago. That's the thing that Taka heard was like, this gives me hope. And then went on to think about constantly to obsess for weeks 
yeah to kind of obsess over for weeks now you and i or at least i you didn't you didn't take it this way but it, in that episode when that happened i sided with taka i was like hey i get why he's excited about her saying that i do understand how you could interpret that as this person might be into me or maybe i have a shot but i would never interpret that as the one surefire piece of evidence that I have to prove that this person likes me and I'm yeah. going to do everything I possibly can to make yeah. myself five years younger, which is a physical impossibility yeah, due impossible, to the laws of time of and space. Oh my God. <laughs> and physics and, and the way the world works. Yeah. Which is what he was trying to do. And I think that spell is broken at the hockey game when he asks her, you didn't mean anything by that, did you? And she's like, no, I, I super didn't. I literally just said it because it was the first thing that popped into my head and I thought it was a funny thing to say. It wasn't me trying to signal to you that I was interested in you. It wasn't me trying to do anything except for make a joke. And Taka is the one who grabbed it, put it in an envelope, mailed it to himself so he could keep it forever. <laughs> you know, like the hot air balloon that he filled up based on that conversation was like ready to burst at any moment. And I think that's when it happened was that was at that hockey game. And I think I think yeah. he's going to be better for it. And I think it was good of her to just lay it out on the table and be upfront and frank with him the way that she kind of hasn't been recently. I think in the last episode, we made her a loser specifically for that kind of reason, right? Was like, she was not being as upfront with everyone else as she wanted other people to be upfront with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happens here. I guess, I guess she is a winner. And on the flip side, I think that Taka's a loser this episode. Yeah, well, I was about to say, the, the, you just justified why Taka's a loser. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I really, I do have this, like, major, major problem the more that I watch of it. And I'm glad that, like, the facade has been kind of shattered in a way. But, like, I do have this problem with the way that they put Ami on a pedestal and think that she's more than she is. And, like, she clearly doesn't want that. Yeah. And is made uncomfortable by it. Yeah, it's, an, it's a really uncomfy situation. And... The more I keep watching of like everything that's been happening with Ami this these last few episodes with the Shohei thing and with the Taka mm -hmm. thing and even with the Yudai thing, like if I was Ami, I would have left the show a long time ago. Yeah, definitely. Think, yeah. Like maybe she maybe like she's just going to maybe she's being this honest because she knows she's going to leave soon. Possibly. I'm honestly I forget who. There was someone, oh man, I'm never going to remember, but there was someone in either Aloha State or Boys and Girls Next, or, or Boys and Girls in the City, just to show you how wide my mm -hmm. memory of this person is, um, or how vague it is. But I remember there was someone who left the show because it was clear, as they kept waiting for someone to come in to potentially be a romantic interest for them, that they weren't bringing in anyone that was suited to them. And it was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to leave then. Like, this is not where I'm going to find someone. I'm surprised that Ami hasn't gotten to that point yet. Because she is now the youngest person in the house. And she is so much younger than everyone else that it is like, I don't know. They, they just keep bringing in people that are not going to help her find anything. Like, I don't, I, what I'm trying to say is I don't, I don't know if she knows why she's in the house anymore. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I she's do. there, and I don't know if she has any concrete reason for being there, and I'm wondering how long until she asks herself that question and then decides to leave, because yeah. it's clear the producers aren't helping her out. No. You know? Yeah, we're not. It's honestly, like, if I... I keep thinking about this. Like, if I were Ami, I would have left, like, the, like after you die. Yeah. I would have been like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Should we wrap it up? Should we end the episode? On the bummer note? <laughs> listen, on the, listen on the bummer note. I think 
predictions i think ami's gonna gonna leave in part three. Oh yeah i can yeah. see that mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah let, let's do let's do part three predictions next week oh yeah let's do that i'd love to do that um yeah. anyway let, let's let's wrap it up um hey our theme song is called young it's by ryan mitchell gray it's off the album a plus ultra it's on everything that you can yep. find music on uh if you like the show rate us on itunes that would be the best we have a twitter account it's at no script at all it's very good i retweet a lot of terrorist it's maybe good maybe good i just i literally did it while we were in the middle of recording this episode Oh, really i sure did and <laughs> uh we also have a facebook group you can go to facebook and type in no script at all and you'll find the Facebook group. The Facebook group is very active right now too because part three just 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 dropped and you guys are allowed to talk about spoilers as long as you put it behind a spoiler tag. Oh yeah, yeah. There are spoiler conversations happening. Yes, right? please. Yes, please. Have fun. Please. I won't read um, them, but please talk about it. Yeah. There's um we also crossed five hundred members in that group, which is unbelievable. <gasps> That's insane. That's way too many people that are into this show. Yeah. What is amazing is that is um that is just under half of the amount of people that listen to every episode of this podcast really every week yeah oh my god i want to i want to know about the people who don't have facebook who listen to this podcast shout out to all of you yeah have not fallen to the clutches of mark zuckerberg please escape (laughs) what else was i gonna say oh you know what i will mention this i do have another podcast that i just launched yeah it's called into the aether it's like a very low-key video game podcast i'm doing with my friend steven hilger I'm going to download an episode right now, actually. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's really like, I'll say this. We very much understand that there are about 10 million video game podcasts out on the internet. <laughs> so we're trying to make one that fits into your schedule as well as we possibly can. I think the episode that will be out by the time you hear this episode of the podcast, the most recent episode, I think it's called um, Self-Prescribed Narrative Drive is the name of the episode. That one has multiple breaks in it, so you can stop whenever you want. It is very low key. You don't have to have played any of the games that we're talking about. It's just like a relaxing video game podcast is the idea. Um, we we thought about it from the art to the audio branding to everything. So just, yeah, it's called Into the Aether. It's around. I'll put it in maybe in the show notes or something. But yeah. Oh, also, thank you to all the people who checked out The Worst Garbage and also followed it on Twitter, which means that you like really looked at it. So yeah. shout outs to you. Oh, I'm going to be, I guess, if you're in Austin for Richard Effects, but for some reason, hang out with me. How long is that going for? Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Austin, Texas. Come hang out. I have a, I have a crutch. That said, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caperti. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. Garbage dot online.